dum 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 Welcome to episode wait there. Fucking. Is that how I do it? Yeah. I think you say hello. Yeah. That's what. It's only been a week since we last did it. Hello and welcome to. Sorry. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Shabocast with me, Paul. Me. Cameron. And I'm also here. Oh. That was terrible. We'll roll with it. How's everyone's week? Uh, yeah, good. Well, Went into the new Bill and Ted film. Chaotic. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Didn't um, know it was. It's like before... 84 minutes long, though. It's a lot shorter than I thought. It's shorter than New Mutants, which was the last film I saw. The, both oh, yes. the Bill and Ted films are quite short. Yeah. It was also a lower rating than I thought. It's PG. I thought it'd be like 12A. Why? So you could have them swear. But they don't swear, ever. Yeah, but I thought, like, because it was a eighties and nineties film, it would have like sort of tried to go for the same audience, so it'd be like a more mature but still young film, like the MCU films. No, no. Um, before before we move on, I I need to apologise for last week, um, <laughs> but specifically for my audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quality and mic technique. Um, uh, I I took a risk. I went handheld for a week, hmm. um, and and it, and it and it's a risk that did not pay off. Uh, um, I tell you what, Dan, I'll I'll take the blame for that because I did notice how unbearably loud you were, and how buzzy <laughs> you were about ten minutes in. I didn't say anything. Well, so, uh, yeah, I'd I, like I was, to apologise yeah. for mine this week. Well, I've not finished my apology thing. yet. Oh, oh, sorry, so Dan. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to apologise to Dan for having to fix my audio. Terrible mic technique. I, I would like to apologise. Oh, well. <laughs> Very like modest of you there. To the audience for having to listen to it. And most importantly, I would like to apologise to my friend Nathan, who, after I told him I went uh, handheld for a week, uh, Got, I think, genuinely quite angry with me, and <laughs> and told me about all the other uh, terrible audio he's had to fix over the years of people just being shit with their microphones. Um, <clears throat> well done. I'll now let you apologise to me for that little outburst. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. He's done much worse to you before, and you've never <laughs> asked for an apology. So fuck off. You should apologise for me to in- for interrupting me. Actually, I I want an apology. Actually. Oh, well, no. Episode 9, the <laughs> apology episode. To be fair, uh, interrupting people's Cameron's job, so. Got him. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. I'd like to apologise for my audio this week. Yeah. Since I'm in my nan's kitchen. I'd like to apologise in advance for Cameron's audio next week. Just because that's kind of the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and I was planning on buying a new microphone during the week so it doesn't cost, like, 15 quid. <laughs> I, I was also um, going to apologise because I've got a cold, so I might cough a lot. Uh, and if I'm yeah. not here next week, I'm then gonna... it's because I've got the virus and died. Ooh. So I, I yeah. would also like to apologise uh, on behalf of Paul because he has a cold. 
I would like to apologize on behalf of all of us for delaying this intro so much and not just getting into the podcast. I'd like Um, to apologize. No, I'm joking. I would like to apologize for nothing, really. Go fuck yourselves. And I would like to apologize on behalf of the podcast for that, um, for those (laughs) naughty words Cameron just said. Um, I've said much worse. I'd like to apologise right now to all <laughs> all of you here because I'm going to cut all of that out in the edit. So. <laughs> and I would like to apologise to everyone listening to this who knows that he did not cut it out in the edit. <laughs> I'd like to apologise on behalf of Cameron Leithrom when he interrupts one or all of us too long. Do you know what's weird is we managed to record the first ever episode of this um, and it was the first time that all of us had met each other and it went really well. And we're trying to do our ninth episode, episode nine, and this and is the third. Work. This is the third time I've pressed record. That would all too weird. We just can't get it right. <clears throat> so uh, hello and welcome to episode nine of the Shiboka. Could you be a bit sadder? <laughs> the... Do it as Ryan. <laughs> oh, can I? Yeah. <clears throat> With uh, I've I've got to I've got to lean into it by doing. The classic line first. <clears throat> Yaz, you are so cool right now. Hello, and welcome to episode seven. It's not even episode seven, it's episode nine. You, had one, you had one job. <laughs> Just use that. Um, oh my god. Do you want me to do it again? No, no, no. Um, no, wait, I've, I've got a better one. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Shabokas. Paul, you uh, are stripped first... of your position as host. The first and only time we have recorded this intro. Um, I'm amazed we've got to nine episodes. My name is Dan. My name is Dan Uh, as well. I'm Cameron. And that's all the people on this podcast. That's just us three today. There's no one else. There's no one else with us. Why don't you just use the first intro we done, man? Because this one's better. Let's go straight into Bosh, bosh. Straight in. I like listen. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Should we do the news? The yes. Beast Below was the one where we just chatted loads of shit for ages. Paul, shut up. I'm sure it was. No, Beast Below was my favourite. Oh, no, wait. No, yeah, but Beast Below was a bad one. on the Beast Below. Yeah, 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 I was pissed. No, the, the Curse of Peladon was a good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening to that one, by the way. Yeah. Ten we've got, we've got something like an average of 30 listeners now across Which is platforms. more than I would thought. What the hell oh, are you no, doing with your time? Oh, and oh, also, oh. please get in touch. Because we've only yeah. heard from like a select few, so if you want to send oh, an email to I, us, do it. I had a review somewhere from one of my friends gave it a review. Um, uh, this is uh, Becky from work who listened to to more of the episodes than I thought oh, she would. So Dan does actually know a girl who listens to it. Yeah, I know. I yeah. in fact, the only people I know who listen to this who I know are all girls. Well, that makes really? sense then, because fifty-two percent of our audience is for male. For male. Yeah. Uh, where's where's the where's the? She sent it to me. I'm looking for it. We believe I think you. I've gone past. Here we go. Uh, it's two words. Uh, not terrific. That's a glowing review was, in my was that, was that all you just... Oh my... As if you couldn't remember that. <laughs> I... Start again. <laughs> no. Fuck me. Uh, yeah, oh. I think, quite frankly, that was worth all the searching. Oh, we've had another... We had another review, I think. Wait, really? what date is it? But it just says good. I don't think I put so it I on think... the... I don't think I put it on the Instagram. 
when I, you know when I put the picture of the first few reviews we got. This one I don't recognise, and it says this is by Angry Thomas Fan nineteen sixty three. Was this any of you? I don't think so. It just says interesting. That was the header. Five stars. Oh, okay. It's very generous. Oh. Um, and it says Scouse one is a bit of a shill, but it's a nice listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is real. What does it say? Ska- it says Scouse one is a bit of a shill, but it's a nice listen. Oh, <laughs> From, sorry, uh... sorry for enjoying it. Huh. Five stars. Give it four stars then. Fucking hell. At least be honest. Nah, give it five stars. Yeah, please give it five stars. News. News. I can't, can't news. believe he called me a show. I just like it. You are. Um, well. uh, there's a quick addendum to a story from last week about the New York Comic Con panel. Uh, and that's Bradley Walsh's joining. Cool. Uh, which means I definitely think there's probably going to be a, a revolu- revolution of the Daleks trailer. Um, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's quick a quick bite. Mm. Oh, quick bite. Um, I also think this means that Bradley Walsh may not step back fully. I reckon he might be in some of series thirteen. Yeah, potentially. Although like, something happens can... to Brian in the Christmas New Year special, and then he deals with that through the series, and then leaves, sort of thing. Yeah, although based on the way that companions tend to leave. I'm assuming they're both going to be horrifically murdered. Or, uh... Well, or worse. Horrifically murdered and then just brought back to life anyway. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they'll they'll kill him off in this era. It's not really the... No, the I don't. Graham, Graham will find out his cancer's back and leave. And then Ryan will leave to take care of him. And then um, Yazel's baby think... because she's just so horny for the doctor. I, I think they'll go live on a planet somewhere where like time's really slowed down, so he gets like way longer. If they were gonna, you know, if they were gonna write cancer into it, I'd I could I see that or something like that. I mean, he'll he'll shag that woman sh- from um, the last strict, strict, Strictly speaking, that's not how uh, relativity works. Shut up. <laughs> from from uh, from their point of view, time would pass uh, the same. And he would have the same amount oh, of time. Oh, it, would, it would only be different if, uh, say, Ryan was on a different planet uh, for him as an observer. It's uh, a science fiction show, Dan. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> from him as an observer, uh, um, Graham's life would be a much longer. From right, uh, well, I'm cutting this bit out. <laughs> just trying to be cute and come up with a nice ending to their arc, but yeah, it's all right. I dropped my phone just. As I came into my hands, with the, the charge, yeah, the charger came out of it, and the screens lit up a couple of times, and it doesn't do that when I get a message. So I thought that the charger might have been broke, and it keeps like going off charge. Well, but I'm glad... I've just had I'm... two missed calls. So I'm glad you told us that. Um, you're welcome. Shall I move on with the news? Yeah, what's next in the news on the menu? Um, well, it's Sorry. our weekly bit of Time Lord Victorious news. Yeah, I've got my poster there i got my big time lord victorious poster there i was gonna put well, it yes. up for this episode but i felt too ill but you didn't yeah um 
Yeah, so Monstrous Beauty, uh, issue one. It's out. It comes with the Doctor Who magazine. I don't know why <laughs> I'm talking like this. I, I think I think it I've might actually that. be the other way around there, Dan. I think it may be the magazine comes with Monstrous Beauty. Well, look at that. Look at that. I choose Tom, to be more I don't optimistic it. about the Doctor Who magazine. Because I like it, even though I've not bought a copy in probably seven years. It's I've a good not issue. bought a copy. So, um, um, how much of a shell am I now? I tried to Go buy on. a copy, but it's fuck Forbidden Planet. That's, that's your issue for trying to find buy a magazine. Do you want me to read it really quickly and then take, I can review take it? Take a drink. Take a drink every time um, Cameron orders something <laughs> and then brings it up passive aggressively on the podcast. Uh, he says it in that exact why can't they do their job properly? Why did Dan, they have it listed on Tuesday if they weren't selling it? Dan, Get you said off. you wanted to talk about this issue, didn't you? I'm just reading this comic now so I can review it for you, so keep rambling. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, well, I've got nothing else to say. Um, Alright, well, a doctor um, and Rose have landed on a planet, and she asks yeah. him a question, he says something, but I turn the page, so I can't read that now. Okay, okay. Um, and there's this old guy who reminds me of one of those weird Transformers in uh, Transformers 3. You know, the, the one that, like, builds shit. Um, and then... All of the Transformers. Okay. <laughs> and there's these things that are like, kind of, they kind of remind me of the Flood from Halo, but they're kind of not. Um, okay. What else? The oh, there's a big bat. The there's a big bat. A big bat? There's a picture. Oh, a big bat like from Batman Forever. And Rose shouting, ah, shree. And then he's going, Rose, no. Rose. And then, no. And then the next panel says, scrash. And then the next one says, scree. Again, and it's then they're inside, and then Rose is on. Rose is on a bed. The great Dan Shinks. This is not entertainment. And, there, <laughs> and there's this, there's this dude, and that is my review of Monstrous Beauty, or as I call it, Monstrous Booty. Oh, they did got him. So, um, what you want me Don't to talk about the the uh, the issue itself? Uh, sure. Fill time. Okay. Um, fill time. Phil, that's, that's the second name of Speaking of Phil, um, no, nah, we're not getting onto that yet. Uh, yeah, it oh comes with this thing, which is a, uh, a TARDIS a diorama that you can build. Ooh. And it's in scale by Jane. It's what? Funny. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's, in, it's in scaled the five inch figures, these little gems. So, um,. That's cool, and it comes with a massive fuck-off poster, which I will unveil to the rest of the guys here now. Um, have you seen this? You shall have yeah. not. Don't worry, I'll cut all this out. It's bigger than that. Just cut the whole episode out. There's this weird picture. Ooh. And then, I like that. So it's the one with Jody and the TARDIS upside down. It's quite cool. Um, and then there's, you know, that bastard-in thing that you've seen <coughs> everywhere. <laughs> did did any of you used to get the other Doctor Who magazine that came with the toy as a kid? Oh, the Doctor, Doctor Who always, Adventures, yeah. Yeah, they'd always have like a poster inside them, but it'd be stapled in, so when you ripped it out, there'd be like a massive yes. hole in the middle of the yeah. poster. All yeah, the corners were well, yeah. Unless you were Proper me. Unless you were clever like me and carefully bent the uh, staples so you could slide it out. So yeah, that We're issue is out now, oh. and you should go get it. It's got loads of cool stuff <laughs> in it, and the magazine yeah. itself is quite interesting. But I've not read that yet, because I'm recording this stupid podcast. All right. Because you're illiterate. 
And you said I got passive aggressive pulled. <laughs> what did I do? Oh, you said I got passive aggressive when Dan's just said that. What's the next? What's the next on the news? Um, next bit of news. Um, so this, according to uh, Do the Doctor Who Annual 2021, uh, Sasha Dewan's master is officially the next one on after Gomez. Yes. Uh, uh, I. I I don't know if this is actually news, but um, uh, I needed to fill space. Um, I mean, do, fill is space it, is, is we have like 50 there. bits of news. I've got four. You've not, this is oh, the third oh. one. The, and the next one's Dan's fucking... Oh, <laughs> it you doesn't really bother so me. Much um, news this week. Try, really trying to didn't. figure out which order the Masters go. Like, for me, it's just... I don't, I don't get it. Like, What are you trying to achieve? We sent so much news. Probably. I don't. I went through it. You literally didn't. read like the last um, one or something. Uh, I can't believe this. Yeah, so the, in, inside the manual or whatever. Not manual, annual. I'm fine. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a section where Wicker's Doctor and the One's Master have, they have a little chat. A little chat. It's a uh, comic booky bit, isn't it? I don't know. I just read no, it. No, it's just time. like text messages looking things. Um, where it's, exp it's, the master explicitly says that, uh, he is after Gomez. The, the quote is, uh, she spent too long in your company, doctor. A mistake I don't make, intend to repeat. What, well, why is he after Gomez? What's she done? What? Oh. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh. Um. Oh. What? Very good. Very good. Uh, I've got one more bit of news, but Dan, Fucking do you want to do your do you want to do your little thing, little audio thing? <laughs> I wonder what this, this is. Our little audio thing. What are you talking yeah. about? Ugh, sorry, just getting my phone. About, you've got a friend Phil, and he's done a thing. I've got a friend Phil, and Phil he has time. done a thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's called Doctor Who Audio Adventure Series One Episode One: Bug Hunt, and it's by a guy called Dan McNeil, and it's really good. Um, considering it's like the first one they've done, Paul, you're looking very confused. Who the fuck's Dan? Where's Phil? Yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. It's uh, Dan and Phil. What's going on here? And uh, yeah, so so Dan McNeil has written it, and you've got uh, Hazel Kernow, Kernow, Hazel Kernow as the Doctor. Um, a better female Doctor than Jodie Whittaker, in my opinion. Got it. Um, I'm not even doing that as like a joke. I, I genuinely think they've written a female doctor really well. Um, bloody uh, Daniel Hargreaves. There's a lot of Daniels. Um, as Nate, Phil Owen. Yep. Uh, um, when, you, when you start for them, an audio medium, you've got to have at least two Dans, I've heard. Yeah, all successful podcasts have two <laughs> Dans in them, so your audio adventure is bound to do well. Um, yeah. Yeah, this episode is not a shambles at all. Um and then there's a load of other stuff, and um, I won't say which classic monsters in it. But when I when I found out, I was like, "Oh, cool!" And um, I, won't say, I won't say which classic monsters are in it, but it is the Cybermen. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not Dan. It's the Wirren. Okay, I've spoiled it now, oh, but it's the Wirren. The Wirren. Okay, but you know what? Forget not, it. Not Helen Mirren. Yes. It, <laughs> 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 the Wirren. I mean, uh, Helen Mirren. Um, 
That's a very different arc in space right there. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a good one, and you should go give it a listen. We'll put a link in the description and, and all that stuff. That sounds quite interesting. You should I'll check. It's that. it's only forty minutes long, and like I said, for a um for for their first kind of attempt, mm-hmm. attempt sounds like it failed. Like for their first kind of, you know what I mean. Um, for the first one, it sounds like you give it a good go. Yeah, they just it's not it doesn't feel it feels like they've done them before and it sounds really good. It's, it's like when a teacher says that that was a good try and you're like oh. It's better than some big finish I've listened to, so I'll just say that. I just wanna say Sorry, um bro. if you if you're listening to if you're a listener of this show and you have got any th- um, fan projects fan projects or like YouTube things or anything to plug, you can absolutely do that. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Did you say that? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear them. So In- did you hear that? We will show yourself. Not my doctor. What? Post yesterday. Oh, what's happened now? What? Someone, someone posted a rumor, a, a fake not my doctor rumor, mm. that said Jodie Whittaker's being recast as Gillian Anderson. Well, Would he yeah. give Jodie Whittaker another role in the show? She, yeah. So Gillian, the idea was Gillian Anderson was replacing her, and then for compensation, they were going to give her a role in another thing. It's like what? Another another Doctor Who episode <clears throat> it was, so like a companion or something instead. What that the is stupidest rumor ever. I just don't get the like. Oh, let's just oh, right. make up a blatant oh, yeah, you've lie. Oh, had a race change to look exactly like me. But just like, why would you, why would you make something that you know is false as you're typing it, and then be like, oh yeah, th- this will just happen if I wish hard enough. It's like, <laughs> don't even oh, want to see it. Mr. Doctor. I mean, we're grateful to have as many listeners as we do, but if any of you are part of the Not My Doctor hashtag, you can please just go away. Fuck off. We don't. <laughs> yeah, please go like, away. We, we don't support that. Um, and sit in a, the weird little <laughs> hole you all live in. Next in the news, last bit of news, um, David Tennant is back again. Ah, uh, oh, yes, in, the big news. In what I first read and typed as uh, The Dark Universe. Uh, not again. Before realizing, <laughs> yeah, I had to put in not that one before realizing it in fact said Dalek Universe, which made me a bit sadder. I would have preferred it if it said a Dark Universe. I don't think they can for copyright reasons. It's not copyright. <laughs> it's literally in the public domain. All the characters are, but the 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 Dark Universe is literally in the public. I'm sure there was what another a... company that had the title Dark Universe as well. Anyway, uh, yeah, so David Tennant is back as the 10th Doctor in a full cast uh, Big Finish series. It's nine hour-long episodes. Uh, You'll love to see it. Or hear it. Love to see it. Um, They're going to be released in April next year, and there's also going to be a prologue uh, called The Dalek Protocol, starring Tom Tom Baker. Ah. Just anyone who can record at home. But yeah, isn't get really it like out. Someone coming out in April. Isn't I the witch? Don't. Isn't the witch? Christopher Eccleston stuff, isn't that Is April as well? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when this stuff is coming out. Uh, it's odd how often he seems to come May. back, isn't it? David Tennant? Yeah. Not really. He's in... He's never really left Big Finish, though, so can he return if he's never really left? 
Yeah, yeah it, 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 it kind of feels like, oh, he's back again. He's doing another thing. He's got three. Well, what and, um, you, you don't make this much of a commotion when Tom Baker comes. Or he's going to come back no. again. It's, it, I don't know, it's so weird that David Tennant is seemingly still the face of the franchise. But it's been... Like, it's <laughs> over, over 10 years since he left. But people, st- he's still... Just, just iconic, isn't he? But he's, he's iconic, but also there are other, other doctors. There are other doctors, and he's great, but there are well, other. They ones. do stuff with all the doctors, except Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi, and Billy Whitaker. I know, but like he's he's the one who's still like, like whenever he does something, it's like, look, it's David Tennant again. We got him back. He's still here. He's still yeah. like Time Lord Victorious. Because it's David it's Tennant. His face. Well, I know, but. And they don't have the others. I, I know, but it's, it's weird that for. So much of it, he's still the face of the franchise. You know this thing that you're talking about um, that they announced? Is this the thing where it's got the picture on the front of him with his tiny hands? <laughs> Don't ruin this poster for go me. Look, go look at it. If oh it's the God, one I'm thinking of, what's it called? So I can get it up to make sure I'm right? Dalek Universe. Oh, wait, hang on. It might no! Sorry, oh, we've got f- more news, actually. No, it is that one. Look at his hands and the way the coat goes over the hands. I'm having a look. Oh, it looks like it made. You've that ruined that. There you go, it's ruined forever. And he's got the massive head <laughs> from the Series 3 shot. Do you have any other news then, Paul? Come on, no. where, where's all this news you've been swimming in all week? All this. Right, let me have a look then. Because I'm sure me and Cameron have sent all me this news this you've sent. I remember I sent a screen grab of an email I got from HMV saying they have like two for ten pound on Doctor Who DVDs. Yeah, but that's, that's not news, is it? That's not oh, John Barrowman. Yeah, that's this not isn't news. news. That's this isn't news. news. But I'm going to mention it. Oh, great! <laughs> this is one of the many news stories I haven't read out. <laughs> you know how I said we go from Gar- tangents after Gareth news. David Lloyd posted the pitch. <laughs> Posted the picture on Twitter that said, Behold my dewy grapes gently succumbing to the fresh southeasterly air. And John Barrowman retweeted it saying, I haven't seen your dewy grapes in years. <laughs> we, we have to let Paul have these little moments, otherwise, um, this is... he does go a little mad. Yeah, um, okay. What was everyone's thoughts going into it? Good. Like what you remember from when it happened first time, God, or your last rewatch. Have you got anything more to say than a uh, uh, good Paul? <laughs> no, no, no. So listen, so yeah, uh, listen. listen, an episode of Doctor Who. I think yeah, for me, um... this was when I watched it the first time. This was still um, in the period where I, st- I hadn't got. I still wasn't quite agreeing with Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, or, or more the the writing, because it, it took me until I think last Christmas, his first Christmas special, for me to be like fully behind him. You were yeah. a fan of Capaldi until with his second, with, with his first Christmas special. What? No, to his his first Christmas special. Do you, you get it? Last Christmas. Very good, very good. Except that it came out at New Year's. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Shut up. So, uh, pardon me. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. 
I, th- I think it, it, I'd kind of been like, mm, I don't like it when I was 14. But like looking back on Series 8, I think there's a lot of good stuff in there, well, including like this it. episode. I just didn't like, I hadn't fully gelled with him as the Doctor at the time. Really? I agree. I, yeah. I thought it should have been, I, I thought it was going to be a lot fresher than it was uh, in terms of like new, you know, new TARDIS, new people showing up, new companion, new Doctor. Yeah. I, I, I was really, I think I was just expecting a bit more than what we got. But on, on yeah. revisit, like you said, on revisit, you you kind of like it a lot more than. Is this mm-hmm. the first time you've revisited it? No, I, I've. I've watched... done it twice, I think. I've watched the early, work... the earlier part of series eight. Basically, anything that isn't forest in the forest of the night or kill the moon. Oh. Um, let's not talk about those. I've um, probably seen the whole series about. I don't mind kill the moon that times. much, but in the forest of the night, tiger, tiger, the, burning in, bright. In the forest of the night. Is that what you that said? That as well. That can go fuck itself as well. And the florist of the night. That would be a better episode. When, when, you, when you need... A 24-hour florist getting a you, Japanese peace lily. You need, and you need being flowers. And shears. Was that a hot flowers, reference? It's, like, or it's too yeah, late at night. During the week. Right, okay. One of the time, please, fellas. No. Um. 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 Uh, yeah, so, with... shall we... Oh, go on. Just with your point about not gelling with Peter Capaldi until his Christmas special, Last Christmas, um, they sort of, looking back at the series, they sort of didn't really have a solid plan of what they were trying to do until then with him, I think. Yeah, I suppose so. Because they introduced Orson Pink in this as, like, a descendant of Danny and, we assume, Clara. Mm -hmm. But then... They kill off Danny at the end of this series, and at the end of the next series, Clara is also dead. Yeah, well, um, I don't know. I think that people. Danny was at a care home, though, so his dad might have been a shagger. Probably I think pe- people. I'm going to ignore that one. Uh, people tend to. Like, say, oh, they made a mistake, but I'm pretty sure that was on purpose. Like, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's meant to be like, oh, it's fine, they're going to end up together, and, and all this it's stuff, and then he gets killed at the end. So you're like, so, oh. The, the, the thing well, is I, about. Like, and I feel this way. I'm sure you guys do as well. Um, no matter how much you enjoy it or hate the Capaldi era overall, he didn't get what he deserved. Yeah, that's I suppose. As, so, yeah, as, I... as an actor who is as good as he is, he elevates yeah. poor material amazingly, especially in, in, yeah. in Zygon Two Parter, um, which I think isn't as good as everyone says. Um, but but also he's wanted. You know, he's been a fan of Doctor Who since he was five years old. Yeah. And for him to get his era and to look back on it and kind of go, what were they trying to do with that? Why why did they do that? It's just a bit like, mm-hmm. oh, come on. Mm. I, I really yeah. wish he'd got a little bit more to do. And Yeah. But with yeah. what you did with poor material, imagine if that was good material. I mean, it's all well and good imagining it, but we're never going to get it. I know. No. But it, 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 he, he'll be back, though, won't he, for, for multi-doctor yeah. stuff anyway. He, he absolutely he will. So. But like, look, looking back on it, it's... <laughs> Overwhelmingly, like eventually, he became one of my favorite doctors. But I think he maybe didn't have the best material all of the time. And like, I say that as like a fan of Stephen Moffat. I, I, it's a lot of it is not his strongest stuff. But also sometimes it's some of the best episode of Doctor Who ever. Mommy on the Orient Express. That's a good wow. one. That is a fantastic one. I love that so much. So, what did everyone think of his speech at the start? Like a Capaldi monologue, which is I liked it, even if it didn't make much sense and forgot that 
cam- seem to forget that camouflage is a thing that exists. The perfect yeah. hiding yeah, creature is really cool. I do like yeah. the bit where the TARDIS is on the water, and he's just... Yeah. In terms of predators, it shows a cheetah, and then a puffer fish, and then Jimmy Savile. Look at the puffer... The... Oh. <laughs> the puffer fish is for perfect defence, isn't it? <laughs> and Jimmy Savile is perfect hiding, because he hid in plain yeah. sight, and no one noticed. He, he was in the TARDIS in that very scene, but you just can't um, see him. Uh, should we get the obligatory, uh, the lamp was up his butt comment? Oh, do you know what is after being gaping that entire episode? Oh, there it is. There's the line. There is the line. Do you know what? I'd never heard of this until yesterday. Heard of butts? You've never heard of butts? Heard of him being sat on the lamp. He was. He was. He was. I always thought he was sat cross-legged, so the lamp was next to his dick. Nope. He's a very skinny man. He could be sat in front of the. I always assumed it was like, oh, it's a cool shot. Let's not think about the lamp so much, whatever. Well, that, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so get that out of the just, way. Just want a bit of Stephen Moffat information. Go ahead. So Stephen Moffat revealed when he wrote this that he said, I'm just going to do a chamber piece with no money of the 8th series, because I haven't done one of them in ages, and I'd like to prove that I can still write. And then, in another interview, he said, my impulse starting was just the idea, what what do you do when there's nothing else to do? What does he do when there's nothing else to do? Meaning mm. the doctor. Because he'd throw himself off a building if he thought it'd be an incest, incest and on the way down, he's fascinated by anything. And here he's here he is with nothing to do. So so he just goes poking things with a stick until <clears> something bites. And I think that's really incestant, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. There's a thrill-seeker aspect. And I, this I, was also named the best Stephen Moffat story by critics since The Eleventh Hour. Careful, you've been cutting into, a, cutting into Cameron's segment. Yes. I had both uh, of those written down. <laughs> Um, oh. Yeah, but I, I do like that this episode kind of starts with just the Doctor's bored. He's yeah. just bored and he goes, what if, let's look for a thing. I reckon I can find a thing. Um, yeah. uh, I love the, the the little visual gag of when Clara comes back to her flat and the TARDIS is blocking the door. So she's going to get it slightly open. Why have you got three mirrors to turn you? <laughs> there's there's a lot of such a big face. A I also found that quite funny. Of oh, you had a date, so I'm hiding in your room. Here we go. Let's explain jokes. This is when they're most <laughs> funny. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like he just had no idea that they would end up in the bedroom. It's like if it goes well, they're like, well, obviously they're not going to the bedroom because then you just go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that, that again, that that's kind of like. Um... In a deep breath, where he's saying, what do you do when you don't need to sleep? She's like, you leave the room. And he's like, what's the point of having one room for just sleeping? Yes. So yeah. you've kind of looped it back around there. Maybe that's what he was thinking, I don't know. I think I think that might have been it. I also enjoy that he uh, completely miss, misses the point of where's Wally books. Yeah. Uh, and just assumes that Wally is in every single book. That, that kind of humour comes back again later on with, um, with um, Superman and Clark Kent. Yeah. When he draws you know the glasses onto um, Superman and is like, I think yeah. he might be Clark Kent. 
<laughs> you know the worst Wally thing, Stephen Moffat. He addresses that in Day of the Doctor, but the pros, and he says it was the eleventh Doctor, and he spent like days just just going through them all, and he said he almost <laughs> came to the conclusion that he's not in every, but he said he couldn't be too sure. So surely he could have ran it through the tarder, and it just yeah, detects where so the that kind of stuff I love. Um, uh, also, with the the date stuff, it's uh, it's clearly Stephen Moffat uh, flexing his coupling muscles again. Oh, I cringed so hard when she called him Rupert. I was like, "Ah, oh, why'd you do that?" I was mm. like, "Ah, oh. every time it gets me. Every time I'm like, come on, don't say it.'" I oh. quite enjoyed the bit about twenty three wells. Yeah. yeah, he just snaps at her and oh, it's like, oh, what's yeah, he hiding? Yeah, I mean, what's he hiding? And then you find out. Just like, oh, uh, I really want to kill uh, that child coming for you. That's good. And just like, a dog's 23 wells! Just I in the love, middle of a I restaurant. The Where the yeah. waitress asks God, if, that, if you that want is, any yeah. water. And she's like, ah, oh, don't, don't worry, you'll probably dig for her. Because that is series, yeah, series eight, isn't it? With the, the kid. Who's yeah. this episode? Oh. oh. Um... It's addressed ah. throughout his run that he had the morally ambiguous past from when he was a soldier, but... And then, of course, there's that big Finnish adventure where him and the Doctor go and the TARDIS somewhere. That never happens. They go in and yeah. kill the child again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go and kill another child and the Doctor... Yeah, we can... so... Danny, you come here. We, we can hide under his bed, P.E. We can hide under his bed and kill him in the night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the doctor's just taking him on like a the doctor is the like, doctor. The get to the tenth one, you can't remember. The maybe, yeah, uh, maybe the doctor hiding under the bed is the creature that's perfect at hiding. Maybe he's been in that bedroom on many of Clara's dates. On the on the note of like this whole episode is about like, all the things following you, and they like, oh, was it really? Did you really like turn the telly off, or did you like forget about it, or was that somewhere else? My PlayStation has been playing up recently, and Ooh, when I'm outside of the room, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when it, when I'm outside the room or stuff, or I'll come into the room and it's turned itself on, and it's ejected the disc that was in it. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, my Xbox I, used to do that. Yeah, and I didn't think anything of it until I watched this episode. <laughs> They're basically suggesting, "Oh no, you've just got a monster in your house." Ah. My I Xbox, don't really get the I bit about TVs. My Xbox, yeah, I haven't used it for two years. I've sold it. But, like, every now and again, I'd just be sat there and hear the turning on. I'd be like, what's going on there? The, the dustiest thing in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay, so, Dan? Like, if you turned off? The TV's turning himself off. It's like, you do realise that. TVs have a feature on them where it's I mean, nothing happened. The point of this episode so badly. I like picking holes in things. There are no holes to be picked. Yes, there are. What else? Um, um, I like the callback to the Eleventh Doctor. Um, saying it's good to be scared in dangerous situations. Yeah, from, um, it's all the angels. Yeah, the whole face speech. Yeah, um, that's very good. Yeah, I, I like that that's like a recurring thing about his character. Like, the whole, he's, he's got never be cruel, never be cowardly, and the whole, his whole stuff about fear is. I, I love that. That's I, I what love that. I love about Doctor Who, I think. This, this and, really and, is Moffat proof, and he can still write. 
down a pace. Okay, bro. experiment. Oh, experiment, Dan. You said you Hello. really, you really like the the life philosophy of the Doctor. There, the yes. the the eagerness to just jump into the unknown. Mm. What do you think about Clara informing that life philosophy on him and giving him that speech? Oh, that it's kind of circular. But, yeah. Yeah, the fact that it's her who gives him that mission statement. What do you? That's good. Because I hated it on on broadcast, but the more I look back at that whole scene in the barn. I kind of like it. I think I, I did like it, I think. Yeah, I like her. I've never not liked her. Mm. I was I was I, really hoping they weren't going to make a big thing about the barn that we've like only just seen once. But I remember it at first. I didn't like seeing the Doctor as a kid. But it's all right. Like, nothing happens, so... Yeah, you compare it to the Timeless Children, it's like, there's so many things we don't know about the Doctor, so it doesn't matter. I love when people say the Timeless Children's I didn't quite like that bit at the end with Clara giving him the mission statement. Wait, you because didn't or you did? <laughs> I didn't. Because time travel doesn't exist. No, because I always <laughs> saw it as the Doctor, his mission statement thing at 12 was something he had picked up over the years and it was a statement it was evolving with him. You're right there, because the first Doctor doesn't want to go on adventures at first, and he just... No, yeah, he no. just wants probably. to... Probably but no, but the, the line, fear makes companions of all, is a first Doctor. Was a first Doctor line, yeah. Yeah, True. but when we first meet him, but he it, doesn't want to do exactly, things, and it slowly a, evolves That's part of his over. arc, isn't it, that he, he likes to go yeah. on more adventures, well, and then by the just, time he's Patrick, he, pl- he pays for it by getting... Just because someone's told you something doesn't mean you're immediately like, that's it. Like, it, he's heard it, he's still, like, cowardly and doesn't want to go on the stuff, but then slowly... Yeah. So I disagree. Also with that I, dis- I disagree. It'll be, yeah, but... it'll be in his subconscious, <sighs> and then eventually he'll pick up the philosophy, and then mm-hmm. tell Clara for Clara to tell him, but yeah. then to learn it. What do you all think about the fact that this is quite an open-ended episode? Love it. It's, um, a, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because people either about think it's lazy. That cool. People think it's either lazy or mm-hmm. really clever. Um, well, yeah, what it is. I'm kind of on like, the fence still about what the creature was. Mm-hmm. There's like some things that you're better off not knowing, obviously, in real life and in the show. Like the beast. I like how the doctor doesn't want to find out what the beast is. And he's like, just let it, let it die. We don't need to know. Same with this. It's like there's something there, but don't look at it because it doesn't want you to know. So mm-hmm. good. I like it. Imagine if Stephen Moffat went, "They're the weeping angel." <laughs> I oh. I imagine the weeping angels. They can only move if you. Never mind. Not. There's that theory, Why... isn't there, that the weeping angels are dead time lords? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, uh... I don't mind that. I don't mind I it. It's just a bit. I, what? Okay. It makes sense with the meat feeding off time energy. So if they're decaying, then they'd want the time energy to restore. But I think you know. my my theory for this episode is it's all kind of confirmation bias with the Doctor. So like what he's well, like he so he had that experience in the barn as a child where Clara grabs his leg. Yep. Um. And he spends his whole life thinking about that. And over time, like, just puts together different examples of where 
of like what it could like different examples that are caused by a thousand other things, and like he he's conflated them all into this one. It must be something. Something got me. Um, Do you know what though? Well, like I, I I think the thing in Danny Pink's room, something else. The thing at the end of the universe, that's something else. And he's going. These are all the same oh, thing. He's relating them. He's relating yeah. unrelated things back to. He's mm, done Twitter okay. research. That is, I've not actually thought of it that way, and I have now. That that is now my opinion. Thank you. That's you're welcome. That's, that's what, it. Yeah, I didn't think of it as that, but you're right. He's well, probably so focused on just kind of self indulgence and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a very good. That's point. very Muffety in a way. It's yeah. very twelve self indulgence. Yeah, um, one of my favourite scenes from the episode is when he just steals the man's cover. Yeah. And the man's like, what's happened here? The man. The like man, yeah. He just gives a quite creepy speech as well about, oh, did yeah. you turn it off? Or did something else? And then <laughs> walks we, off with we his coffee. Talk about this man. The, what Sutton, yeah. The, this man's either the weirdest character in Doctor Who or the most interesting. Because if he doesn't find this a little bit weird, something big going on in his life, for a man to show up in this children's home unannounced, steal his coffee without him seeing it, and then fuck off. He's in the middle of the night as home. well. It's the inspector yeah. doing inspections. And he and he doesn't bat an eye when he just disappears. He must something's going on in his house. Something dead away. I I reckon stuff like that happens to him so often. He's like <laughs> literally. Oh, maybe yeah, whatever. maybe maybe Here it's goes. like um like what Eleven said to to little Amelia at the table and he's saying like I crashed into your back garden and that wasn't you weren't like frazzled by that at all so it must be a hell of a scary crack in your wall yeah maybe that guy maybe the background of that guy is he's seen some serious shit so when a coffee disappears (laughs) and a guy turns (laughs) up he's just like maybe maybe he was um no I don't know but um yeah that, that, I was just thinking he must have seen some shit in his time. Like, there's got to be something going on in his life. He watched Danny Pink shoot the disappears. child. <laughs> he, he was the child that Danny Pink shot. <laughs> he was the gun. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just thought, ah, oh, there's something going on. Well, I'd love to. With, Big finish. That with like Danny Pink, what, what are your opinions on Samuel Anderson in the wig as Orson Pink? It's a not great wig, is it? No, it's, it's a bit of a silly wig. What was the point of... Like, he wouldn't look like Danny, that's the thing. So wh- what was the point of yeah. doing it apart from just to have the Danny moment? Uh, to show that Danny. he has very strong genetics. Because they've been yeah. watching a lot of Back to the Future. And as we know from Back to the Future, that's how um, that's how lineages work. Yeah. Okay. Everyone in your family looks exactly hey, like you. Where we're going, we don't need Clara. Orson's <laughs> <laughs> um, suits one of the um, similar to one of the sanctuary base suits. It is the Very sanctuary similar. base one. Yeah. yeah, there's even like in the footage apparently of him taking off in the ship. He's got the sanctuary base logo on it. So you can't even the make the suit. argument that it's the Doctor's. Like, in universe, I'm talking about. Like, oh, when I'm... he first shows up, you could make the argument that the Doctor's given it to go out then. Because yeah. it's in the footage as well, it's just a mistake. No, but mm. in real life, it's the same prop. I, yeah. I like the idea that the Doctor 
Like he he got he got back on the Tardis after the Satan pit, still wearing that suit. Just like, you know what? No matter honest. no matter how many times the Tardis destroys itself and rebuilds, that suit is <laughs> in perfect. Nick still got that same suit. That suit's the most indestructible thing in the galaxy. Same as Martha's <laughs> phone. Yeah, Mar- that suit and it wouldn't have a scratch on it. That suit and Martha's phone are still knocking about in perfect quality. <laughs> and yet the, the suit he wears in forty two. That just got destroyed by his son, I'm guessing. Is that not the same truth? No. Or it's... I think it's the same prop, but it's red. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a collar on it to look slightly different, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. The the action figures look exactly the same. It's in the waters of Mars as well, isn't it, that one? Uh, That's the sanctuary base. Yeah, Matt, the, the orange Matt one. Matt Smith wears it as well, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I remember when Matt Smith Hyde. turned up in it in Hyde. I was like, I'm I'm waiting for Wick Whitaker to turn up. It might be the e- <laughs> it, I think it's the easiest easiest custom figure you could ever make. Just get a body yeah, off that, and then any doctor head. head, and you've got it. <laughs> Capaldi uh, wears it. Your job in, uh, for next week, Dan. Capaldi wears it in Kill the Moon. Yeah. Speaking he has more in that one though, as well. He has one for Clara and one for the child. Interesting callback that I noticed was when the twelfth doctor wakes up, he says the fourth doctor's first words from when he wakes up mm-hmm. after regenerating, which is cool. He says them a couple of times, doesn't he? He says it in a Yeah, but he he says he does it in his regeneration uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he says, um, I don't want to go, and I will always remember. Does he say brave heart as well at one point in his era? Yeah, um, so. yeah he does. Stupid phrase, that one, by the way. It only really works if you're saying brave heart Tegan to Tegan. Yeah, he but just all of the other times where it's just like, like a he uses it in the complete wrong con. He's just like deactivated a bomb or something. He just goes, brave heart Tegan. Everyone's like, he, what? He's just- <laughs> He's reading a book and Clara goes, what's that? And he says, Braveheart. Tegan. But Tegan comes in the room, he's watching a film. Uh, so, the TV oh, turns oh, itself what's, off. What's, uh, what's that you're watching there, Doctor? And he goes, oh, Braveheart, Tegan. <laughs> Excellent joke. Worth what's what's that game you're playing there, Doctor? It's uh, Mario Kart, Tegan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my, my fifth Doctor it's, impression lately. It's uh, really so going when, down the shitter. It's just really out of breath. Yeah, so imagine if uh, like Tegan comes in the room and the, the Doctor, he's watching a film, but then also at the same time he has a heart attack. Um, so Tegan goes, oh, what, what film are you watching? And he goes, Brave. <laughs> oh, Tegan! <laughs> she says, what, what were you watching before? And he goes, Paul Blatt, Tegan. <laughs> uh... I'm trying to think of anything it. else I'm about out. Lift I'm out. Out. I can't think of anything else. Very jokes. Um, well, he is Scottish, so <laughs> the twelfth Doctor that is. When um, um uh, so the the Doctor he's playing uh, Scrabble with uh, <laughs> with Adric, and then Tegan <laughs> comes in. She's so angry, she flips the board. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Doctor he's he's like, oh, brave, oh. Heart, and then take it. She flips and he goes, Tegan. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, the doctor he's thinking about his favorite Mel Gibson film, <laughs> and uh, and and Tegan comes <coughs> in, 
but she slips on a banana and he's like, ah, Braveheart. <laughs> Tegan! <laughs> <laughs> I think I've run out of them now. The, the doctor's this... text them with a, with a oh, song. Oh, here we go. There we go. And she's like, what are you doing? XOX. And he's like, <clears throat> oh, just watching a film. And then she says, oh, what, what film? And he says, brave, with a little heart emoji. And then he gets a phone call from Tegan and he just screams, Tegan! Oh. I I, I've got one. Bit... I've got okay, one. Okay. <laughs> I, can't believe no- I can't believe none of us have spoken about the amazing gripping part uh, of, of season 20. What was it? No, it was after Five Dots. Oh, no, it was season 22, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. And um, yep. t- obviously, yeah. Uh, Tegan's walks in. Tardis console's full because everyone's just talking about the the crazy day they've just had, um, and everybody's there. And it's you know it's quite loud. And she's thinking I could get away with uh, with uh, you know a bit of wind here, a bit of wind here. No one will no. hear me. The tar- the time rope is going. You've got the doors opening every now and then. That all that's going on, and um, she lets one rip, and everyone turns around and goes, "That was a brave fart, Tegan." <laughs> but we all heard it. it. It took me a while to realise where that. <laughs> oh, I forgot another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I won't. I won't bother. Nah, she's uh, um, this... she's uh, okay. she, she's in um, Microsoft PowerPoint, and <laughs> she's in the PowerPoint, and um. <laughs> She's <laughs> she's the PowerPoint of all the former companions. She's predicting which companion will leave at the end of um, Resurrection of the Daleks, and um, she hasn't included herself. And the Doctor acknowledges this and goes, "That's a brave chart, Tegan." Uh, I've I've got one more. Go on. so, so Tegan gives the Doctor a, a scruffy bit of rope and asks him if he can tie it, but the Doctor's a bit preoccupied. So he just replies with like simple one word answers and he's like, Fraid can't Tegan. The uh, I've got I've got another one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. Ah. Just give uh, us ten minutes of silence while we all come up with another one. Hmm. <laughs> I'll uh, do my trivia once you come up so, with jokes. So they're they're playing um, they're playing a game of it's it's a it's a bar, they're playing they're in a bar, they're playing uh Typical like games you play in there, like snooker, uh, like like say snooker or other ones. Okay, <laughs> ones that involve throwing, perhaps. Yeah, uh, and a ball. And they're throwing it. They're, she's she's throwing. She's aiming for a triple twenty. But she missed went, Doc. She missed it, and she gets one. Um, and like the doctor, he's like, "Oh, that was it was a bit silly." But you know what? That was a brave dart, Tegan. <laughs> there it is. The doctor takes um Tegan to France. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, "Why are we, why are we going to France?" And he's like, "Oh, you'll see, you'll see." And, and, and they walk about, and then they see the Louvre, and he goes, "She goes, why are we going to Louvre?" And he, I crave ass, Tegan. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> so, shall we talk about the end of the episode? Yeah, we should. Well, yeah, probably. Well, hang on, I've got one more. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in. They're in, they're in Stone Age. They're in the Stone Age, um, uh, and they see little drawings on the wall in some caverns. And he, Tegan, she's like, 
What's, what's that on the wall, Doctor? And he goes, oh, that's cave art, Tegan. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, we should do this every week. <laughs> no. So, uh, I think this bit is officially... And this, this horse has officially outstayed its well. This horse is but a skeleton <laughs> bloody puddle at this point, with how yeah. much we've beaten. <laughs> so, <coughs> so, so, so the Doctor and Tegan are in. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Flora, Flora. So, um, Flora. the 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 kid who plays the Doctor mm-hmm. is um, he's in a Louvre in France. No, I'm joking. So. <laughs> I'm not, not doing that bit again. Um, so the kid who plays the, the doctor is the first doctor, obviously. Not none of this timeless chills and stuff. That's the first time we've seen the first doctor in the modern series without archive footage. And he's the third doctor yeah. to play him. You are really, really cutting yeah. into uh, Cameron's <laughs> trivia section here. I've but, got more trivia about the kid, it's fine. It's okay. The, it's the third. It's the, I, I guess it's the fourth now with Bradley. Uh, no, it it's still the third actor, Bradley's the fourth actor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said it'd be yeah. the fourth actor with Bradley. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got Hartnell, the man in a wig, this kid, <laughs> Bradley. I'm joking, his name's Richard Turnbull, and I'm sure he's mediocre. But, um, yeah. A very good actor, just not in that Doctor Who episode. Also, Moffat, yeah. Because we all love Moffat. Is this another bit of trivia? It's not trivia. Maybe save it for Cameron. It's it's not trivia. Okay. I don't have much about Moffat in the trivia. Did you find it in the IMDb trivia section? No. Do you know, um, what's his name? Do you remember I put it in the group about in Moffat's first episode, he mentions that weapon then shows up in his last episode. That, um, twice upon a time. Uh, the Weapon Factory of Villingard. Yep. So that, he, a, a callback to one of his own episodes. And Moffat said he wanted to go back to his roots in this episode well, that I mentioned earlier. Well, in this, he, um, he, he makes mention of, well, he doesn't make, he shows the Doctor alone, you know, separated from all the other kids, and then then two people come in and they're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you should. You can always come with the other kids if you want." And he's like, "No, go away." Well, um, in the the empty child, the doctor says that, doesn't he? Says he knows what it's like yeah. to be a lonely kid. Yeah, yeah. And the doctor's apparently afraid of the dark. Like he's shown no times before. Yeah, in twelve thousand years of living. What, do I only now just discover. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Surely that's because he's because he's all about how fear is a superpower, and like it makes him better. I I I've seen a lot of people complaining about that. It's like oh, it never comes up again. It makes complete sense. Because he's scared of the dark. He, I just reckon of all of the things for the doctor to be scared of the dark. Out of all of the things that he has seen and done, but it's the a dark. Yeah, it's a completely well, normal the... thing. When you watch the episode, you see why he's scared of the dark. Because as a child, he was in a dark barn. Yeah, but on his own. with the Doctor... And someone, someone who, grabbed his ankle. Who lives his life with adventure and stuff and wants to do so many things before he dies. 
surely a better thing for him to be scared of would be the inky black void of death. Yeah, but he doesn't have and that. That's, to that's, that's, and do you know what? Do you know what that is? That black void is very, very dark. Yeah. Got him! Just like in Torchwood when they say the Sutton white jack, because it is just nothing. So yeah, he has a right to fear the dark and it keeps him on his A-game. And that's how we like him. So yeah, what what do you give it out? Are we going to do it now? Don't, let's not We did out of tens for the first story. few episodes, but then um, we kind of well, stopped doing it. I think it's, we just forgot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. camera out of ten. Uh, I say it's Paul four out of out ten. Of five. Four out of five. Four out of five. So you're gonna be that guy, huh? So an eight out of yes. ten. Okay. Um, Paul. Ten. Nine. All right. Nine. I didn't expect nine. that. Dan. Seven. Oh, I'm. I'm gonna give it an eight. So there. So, Viewer thoughts. Quite a good episode. Oh wait, Viewer thoughts. Trivia? Have we uh, done trivia? Oh, yeah. I fell asleep, no, I think. No. Well, well, Paul's done most of it, so... Paul's done bits of it, but I do have other bits. Trivia. Um, so... It is one of the few episodes not to feature a main antagonist, because mm-hmm. there's never really a monster. It's just the idea of a monster. Um, mm-hmm. Written at the champion. Uh, critics called this one of the best Moffat episodes since the 11th hour. I said that earlier. I don't remember that bit, so... I do remember <laughs> um, It feels really weird hearing Cameron do the trivia bit and not hearing him say, Episode 1 got 7.3 million views, Episode 2 got 8.7 million views. Episode... <laughs> yeah, it's only one episode! I don't have to work out an average! What um, did you do? Th- oh, yeah, the classic series. Yeah, uh, when Clara sees her past self leaving the restaurant, she asks, Is that what I look like from the back? And this is a line lifted directly out of Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban, as said by Hermione. Just before punching Draco in the face? Or just after? Uh, just after, because they're yeah. leaving Hagrid's hut. <clears throat> um, Classic. This is the first time we see the Doctor as a child, as Paul has mentioned. Up until Timeless Children, but that through that we're not talking about it. That's the Timeless Child. Um, but it's, aside from actually... Child, Gallifrey and children. This is the second time we've ever seen a major Time Lord as a child. The first being the Master in The Sound of Drums. What about in Day of the Doctor? They were just Gallifreyans. They were just random children. They weren't yeah. important. They, they weren't oh, important. They, they weren't important. They, they weren't were important characters. They were just children. They were just Shibo guys and Shibo girls. Uh. The actor playing <laughs> the young doctor, I'm ignoring that to try and get rid of it, uh, was heavily rumoured for a long time to be Ty Tennant, who is famously the grandson of the fifth doctor and the daughter of uh, Georgia Moffat and the, the adoptive daughter? Yeah. And the, the adoptive son? son of David Tennant. Oh, I didn't um, know he was adopted until a few weeks back. And I was like, he's he's been alive longer than they've been to and I was yeah. very confused. Um, and I was but like, it oh, has nice. since been revealed that it wasn't Ty Tennant, and it was a Mac- actor called Michael Jones, who I couldn't find anything about. Michael Jones, the most generic name ever. Michael Jones, if you're listening to the Shabocast, uh, like all good people do. <laughs> I've got something to reveal. Oh. Mike- Michael Jones, the son of John Smith. 
Who's here? The whole time. Shinx was Jones all the time. What? I'm so well, that tired. Is, that um, is my dad's name. Michael is my dad's name. Oh, awesome that's the same here. Well. Why have we both got the same name and our dads have the same, same name as well? What? What is this? My, my, dad, my dad's also called Michael. I don't believe that. Mine's called Mark. That's ridiculous. Mine's called Mark? Okay. Yeah, Awesome Pink's ship, what, even though it's designed for a solo journey, has two seats for a co-pilot. Well, no, that's where he puts his bag. Solo journey means one way, doesn't it? Yeah, but he was no, only the only no, option to get it, into it. It means he goes there on his own no and cameras. plays a sick guitar solo the entire journey. <laughs> he, he went with someone <laughs> and then he ate them. He's All right, just and here's... shredded at the end of the universe. That's all to he does. Please, Dan. This episode in the week viewing figures were seven point oh one million viewers. Say it again. Thank... No. <laughs> <laughs> and then a bit more slightly illegal stuff here. Oh God. The script is John Pertwee on driving cars. I know, yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> the script and an early copy of the episode without a lot of the ADR and CG effects were leaked beforehand, along with the first five episodes of Series 8. So the script was leaked on the 6th of July, and the episode was leaked on the 23rd of August, which was... Oh, very close to when mm, it came out. The script was a few months, but the episode... Yeah... Um, but they were leaked from a BBC server in Miami, and they then very quickly fixed that and possibly fired a lot of people. <laughs> Is Miami that place in movies that has, like, a Hollywood sign that says Miami doesn't exist in real life? That's Springfield in The Simpsons. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's Miami, I'm pretty sure. It's in, like, I think it was first in Bad Boys or something. I've, but it, it I've never seen those lot. films. That's one that doesn't exist. I haven't. It's just a fact. <laughs> I don't know facts about things I've not seen. Ridiculous. Well, learn some. Never going to be on the chase with this attitude, Cameron. I don't want to be on the chase. It looks boring to be on. Bet you couldn't they even get like, through the cash builder. Yeah, I said it. Do they take like three years to actually show your episode? Please, can we move on? I, I yeah. like how Cameron's saying this like it's like it's um a question. My uh, mum's cousin was on the chase. Oh, you've never mentioned that. Oh, have I said that already? <laughs> yeah, last episode. Like <laughs> 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 episode before last, I think that's one of that. Uh we've just got the freaking cheese, Joe. Uh, Paul, it's now your bit. Ran out of anecdotes. Paul can do the viewer thoughts while I go and have a piss. Oh, I'm going to go <laughs> have a piss as well. <laughs> okay, then. I'll nah, if, no, no, don't. Wait, are you are you just going to read them out? Yeah. All right, okay, I'll go have a piss then. <laughs> Alfred said, oh, I'm staying. Stop. Alfred said, great start, mediocre finish. Pointless twist with Danny that went nowhere. And I'm not massively keen on 12 talking to the audience at the start. Even if it's played off like he's talking to the creature that hides or some pish. <clears throat> so I you know, like yeah. the start though. So I love Alfred's that. wrong. Oh uh, yeah, objectively. Um, Landy said one of Moffat's most underrated episodes, and to be honest, I agree because I never heard anyone. Say 
but the critics said it was one of the best, so how can it be underrated? It's underrated in the fact that it's forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom was very, very passionate in the wrong way about this episode. Yeah, he is. I'm looking at that. He said, I hate it. Super underrated. I hate how nothing is explained properly. Some might say it's part of the mystery, but I just call it lazy story. There was something under that blanket, and it was just a child playing a plank prank. But it really <laughs> the tension of the episode. There, there was also something at the end of the universe outside Danny Jr.'s door, even though nothing was supposed to be alive. That's um, Jack and River playing a prank. And, and that really needs an explanation. That was Jack and River playing a prank. <laughs> also, the Doctor is scared of the dark is the biggest cop-out cop resolution in 50-odd years of television, books, audios, and comics. I don't know, because there's some pretty shit comics. The, that one where... Um, the, the villain turns out to be the Meta Crisis Doctor with a master beard, or also Adam Mitchell. Um, then he said, It's awful. You'd think that if the Doctor was scared of the dark since childhood, then he'd have given some indication of it at some point in the last 1,200 years. But no, somehow this is the first time it's ever mentioned. Nah, this episode sucks and I'll never enjoy it. Not even big finish meaning it can really. So, um, also oh, earlier on, when Cameron said 12,000 years old, I think he meant 1,200. Yeah. And then I said 2,000 because when he regenerates, he's about 2,000. Right, so well, I have to delete this entire episode. Um, actually, it's 4.5 billion years old. Ah, uh, well, that's not technically how long he lives. Well, that's another bit. Um, we've got five, five more to read. Oh, oh no. We have to read all of them. It's a very popular episode. Well, I'm going to because I asked. So. Okay. Chris, Chris said, being ages since I last saw it, I, re- I remember enjoying it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You don't have to read out the typos. But being left with a few quest- a few too many unanswered questions. Yes. Point of the story. Um, Kian says, I like the I like the premise. I like the alternate timeline work. Clara and Danny have kids and descendants. I like kid I like kid doctor. <laughs> Sorry, lad. I like the kid doctor and I like the ambiguous nature. Um, yeah. Taylor says, contrary to the ab- contrary to the above, some of my favourite episodes are the ones that keep it a mystery and feel like they don't need to explain everything. There's a reason why Midnight the Satan the Pith and Listen are some of the most talked about episodes. The Satan Pith? Just kidding, I love that one. I, I always used to call it Satan Pith as a kid because I'm a fucking idiot. Because you... <clears throat> words. Uh, Ed one's very quick. He says, if I'm not too late, the start with Capaldi on top of the TARDIS is un... Clara is a fucking idiot. That's it. To explain my love-hate relationship would take too long. And then finally, 
my mate Matthew says. Up there with Midnight in terms of creating tension and fear in a view without explicitly showing a threat. A fantastic minimalist episode with an outstanding performance from Capaldi. Performance. So yeah, that's All right, the thanks everyone, as usual. So what time it is now, Dan? It's randomizer time. It's randomizer time. I normally have it <laughs> open by With now. The, do, you know, do you know what time it is now, Dan? Random dancing. That's pretty so random. So it's episode <laughs> 10 next week? Yeah, oh no, we don't oh, need wait. to do the randomizer. No, we don't need to do the randomizer. It's episode 10. So no, we don't. Oh, yeah. it's, the, it's the three doctors. Look at us, 10 we weeks. Do, uh, we could do a randomizer anyway if you want. Just for the honor of it. Go on. Just no, because we're not going to watch three doctors. it. Put set set it to only choose the three doctors name. (laughs) Thanks for listening as usual. Um, You can get in contact with us at Shabocast on on places and things. Shabocast at gmail.com if you want to send longer things. Uh, Giggity. Uh, What else? Yeah, uh, I've completely. I'm so sorry. My brain is scrambled. You're one job. I'm feeling very ill. Uh, Coward. Don't. Any advice? Don't do drugs. Uh, do drugs. Uh, always run with scissors facing Don't upwards. Don't run with scissors facing. Um, drive fast and take chances. Um, live my a quarter mile at a time or whatever the fuck that thing is. It's all about family. Yeah. It, it is Here at the Shabocast, we're all about family. It, it's all I'm about the best to... part of your movie being Kevin. I swear there was something else to talk about. Uh, Doctor Who. <coughs> Maybe it's all the news that I missed out. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think we swear at each other more now than we did in the first episode. <laughs> we didn't know each other well enough. <laughs> I think that's um, it. Yes. Alright, I will uh, stop recording now. Goodbye! Bye! Bye! Oh, wait, you see, you want me to stop now? <laughs> yes. <laughs>